0: Welcome to another 11 Mile Sessions Live. I am your host, Scott Boatwright. Got all kinds of great things happening coming up. Uh, We have great videos, as always, for bands that are going to be performing this weekend. Coming up at 7 o'clock, we have a live band, as usual. A live band performance from the band K.O.T. Flame. And that stands for Keeper of the Flame, so stick around for that. Also, in the studio, coming up in a bit, I'm going to have an interview with Jackie Daniels. She's playing the Music Mavens of Michigan show tomorrow night at the Tin Roof in Detroit. And that's a benefit for Girls Rock Detroit. If you uh, did see last week's episode, you did see that um, we interviewed Maggie Coco, who is also part of that and also performing tomorrow night. But we'll talk about more of that now. But as a sneak preview, why don't we get started? We're going to play a video by Jackie Daniels. And this is a video called Growing Pain.
1: tired.
2: And he don't feel like himself. Hundred dollars to his name. Empty battles on his shelf. He's
1: strong.
2: But he might need some help. Got this way it's hard enough to leave behind a past that wants to stay But she always feels this way. Out this way, it's hard enough to leave behind a past that wants to stay, when it feels like the whole world is giving up on you, and your heart won't feel for nothing like a heart should do, when everything is changing, but you want to stay the same. i oh.
0: That is the band Ritual Sons. They're going to be playing as part of the Detroit Santargi celebration. If you don't know what that is, uh, it's going to take me too long to explain it all to you. But if you go on Facebook and on the website, Detroit Santargi, it's like a pub crawl that's happening this Saturday. And it's a, a... Pub crawl for people to uh, just go from bar to bar. It's all over the place. It's Detroit, Ferndale. It start out. The main hub is the Magic Stick, but this particular band is going to be playing the Corktown Tavern. That's on Michigan Avenue, and they're going to be playing with another band called Fools Paradise. Once you pay your um, fee to do the pub crawl, any event that's happening at the bars, we already have an agreement that um, you get in for free. So if you want to stick around or, go, or if you want to go to the next bar. But anyway, that band is going to be playing Saturday night. Before that, we had Miss Jackie Daniels with one of her videos, Growing Pain. And as I said earlier, I have her in the room with me, the studio. Good evening, Jackie. How you doing? Okay. Now, um, why don't we start off with a little um, biography then? Where does Jackie Daniels come from? How did you get started and all that with the music and everything?
3: Oh, my goodness. That's a big question right there. <laughs> okay, I think I'm on the mic now. Thank you for having me. I really oh, appreciate you're,
0: it. Oh, you're very welcome. My pleasure.
3: Yeah. Um, okay, so... Um, how I, well, I've always done music. I've always been a songwriter. I started at a very young age playing instruments, violin, guitar, mm-hmm. um, things like that. Um, just in the last, I would say, three years, I've really started to expand my own music career as mm-hmm. far as like writing and releasing my original music. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've always been a songwriter and I've done this, um, I've developed what I call the Jackie Daniels Show, uh-huh. which I can talk a little bit more about. But um, I'm just, you know, I'm just having fun. I'm just getting out there and just playing and singing and having a great time.
0: Okay, so when you started writing songs, were you like a, a small, you know, like a child? Uh, was it just something that you thought you were going to do when you grew up, and you know, something where you wrote songs in your bedroom or wherever? You know.
3: Yeah, I think I always um, heard melodies in my head, and I mm-hmm. always wrote poetry and. Um, Kind of wrote songs at Mm -hmm. a very, very young age, Um, but I picked up the guitar. I was um, originally, I learned. Uh, the violin, so that's kind of how I, did I started too, in, in did grade you school. Really? <laughs> yeah, like
0: yeah. third through sixth grade. Yeah, and yeah. You remember those concerts? Uh, you know, like the Christmas concert, and every year mm-hmm. you put on a couple of those. Those, those were fun.
3: Yeah, I love strings. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started in fourth grade with the violin, just because I wanted to play an instrument, and that was the instrument that we were given.
0: Yeah, you know? they didn't really ask you what do you want to play. It's like here, take this.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I just started with that, and you know. I loved that. I did that all through high school. I was first-year violin. Mm-hmm. I don't play the fiddle as much anymore, oh, although I should. It's a shame. Yeah. I know. Um, but, you know, I always try to—I'm wondering what age I'll get to where I can stop bragging that I was first-year violin. But it's always in me, right? Mm-hmm. It's always in me. So I would like to pick that back up. But um, I kind of self-taught myself how to play the guitar mm-hmm. for the purpose of writing my own music and being able to accompany— that music with you know an instrument so
0: right okay so there was like nobody in your family that played guitar or somebody that you could go oh that looks like fun
3: not really I do have a lot of talent in my family but Mm -hmm. um you know I I think I'm not sure I'm not sure where that you know music I think you know our parents kind of listened to certain music that kind of influenced Mm -hmm. my taste in music Mm -hmm. um but yeah it was just kind of something i've just always done
0: what was on their uh, radio or record player when you were young growing up
3: gosh i remember um i don't know how old i was but i remember a trip to kentucky with mm-hmm. my mom and we listened to come on over the album by shania twain oh, on okay. repeat the entire way <laughs> The
0: entire way. So, oh, so, wow. So, like,
3: Shania Twain I'm very familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad introduced me at a very young age to Alanis Morissette, so I love Alanis. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, you know, I love that country, pop, mm-hmm. um, rock, uh, those genres. So
0: Okay. But I, I was going to say, going back to what you said a few minutes ago, I think it would be great if you could play violin on one of your songs, if <laughs> <but> not more. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that would be awesome. Uh, if anything, you could just do a solo, you know, during one of them.
3: I know it, and you know what? That's that's kind of one of my New Year's resolutions as to I have a gorgeous electric violin, mm. um, and I get I can't tell you how many people out there want me to play my fiddle on the stage, so I will, I will in the okay. new year.
0: <laughs> I just figured I'd put my two cents in, and <laughs> yeah. get you along, coaxed, you know, as well. So, mm-hmm. um, okay, so. Uh, it kind of says, uh, if I remember correctly, um, Michigan-based, but from Nashville. That's correct, then?
3: So I'm Michigan-based. I've always lived in Michigan, but um, oh, okay. I I started recording in Nashville ah. and getting involved with the Nashville music scene um, pretty much when I joined um, with Alan Turner and the Steel Horse Band. Okay. Um, he really opened up—this was six, seven years ago. Mm-hmm. I got involved with Alan Turner and the Steel Horse Band, mm-hmm. kind of as, their, as his— uh, I was the girl in his Tennessee Twister music video, um, and then I later became his backup singer. And Mm -hmm. he's opened just a world of amazing opportunities Mm -hmm. for me. So I've been recording out of Nashville, done some showcases there, and that's just been awesome.
0: Okay. So you grew up in Michigan. Where did you, uh, what area?
3: Um, I grew up in Sterling Heights. I was born in Royal Oak. I grew up in Sterling Heights. I kind of, I went to East Lansing for school, mm-hmm. you know, for MSU. Uh, I've lived kind of all over.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Is that just a coincidence? But I know Maggie Coco was here uh, last week. And, you know, you're obviously not exactly in the same age group. And she grew up at Sterling Heights.
3: Yeah, we actually went to high school together.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. You're both the uh, same age?
3: approximately. Well... I'm a little bit older than her, but we went to the same high school, and um, we played in the orchestra together wow. at one point. So, yeah, it's kind of it's small world stuff. So I've known Maggie for a long time. We go way back.
0: Well, she, she looks quite young, too, but mm-hmm. I, I would imagine you still get carded almost everywhere you go, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but hey, that's a blessing, especially you know, I I don't want to be sexist, but for women, it's it makes a big deal to to look young or younger. Yeah. So is that a family trait or something that you know?
3: I think so. I think so. Like you know, growing up, um, both my grandparent, my grandmothers on both sides, um, people always thought that they were my mom. Wow. So and you know.
0: So you're going to be the same. I mean, if you have kids, oh, is that your older sister or whatever? (laughs) No, that's my mom.
3: No, it's, you know, to be honest with you, the whole looking young thing um, hasn't always been my favorite. Because I, um, so I'm a social worker, is my kind of like my day job. And Ah. so coming out of uh, college, out of my bachelor's degree, I started working for the state of Michigan. I worked in foster care. Mm. And so when you're already sort of young,
0: um
3: and then you look younger than you are, I think people don't take you seriously as a professional. So I've dealt with some um, hardship, I guess, or some feelings about that. No,
0: I could definitely understand that.
3: I always say, well, that'll be good for me one day (laughs) when I want to look younger.
0: When you get older, older, you know. Yeah, my sister was like that. Um, She uh, is just now starting to look her age but it. Uh, she kept complaining about that. She said nobody takes me serious at work. They just right. think I'm, They just think I'm someone straight out of college, mm-hmm. you know. And I just got a job here. It's like no, I've been doing this longer than you have, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then to be taken seriously, of course, by people that are well, shall we say, rough around the edges, mm-hmm. if you will. Mm-hmm. You're. I don't. I can't see you being intimidating to anybody. Not that that's what you want, but you at least want to be able to hold your ground when it comes to dealing with people. Definitely. Yeah. But uh, anyway, enough of that, I guess. But yeah, I'm sure you're going to be carded for years to come. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. But as a career goes, that's going to be wonderful, though. I mean, God willing, if that's what you want to do for the rest of your life, you'll still be able to pull it off many years from now. Because, you know, the people won't look at you like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, that's true. I think mm-hmm. there's some truth to that.
0: So um, you were able to record in uh, Nashville. You were able to with uh, the videos in Nashville as well?
3: No, actually, that video, um, that, you, that growing pain mm-hmm. video was filmed in Kloss in Michigan, actually. Um, oh. But the song was recorded in Nashville.
0: Okay. Um, and do you have um, plans in the future to keep doing that, recording there? or?
3: Yep. um, The last single um, that I released called This Girl, I'll be performing that later for you, but um, that was recorded in Nashville. So I Mm -hmm. really try to get there as much as I can Mm -hmm. um, because it's just we've we've got a connection to a studio there that's just phenomenal. And I just love Mm -hmm. working with them. But um, so, yeah, I think I think Nashville's in my future for the new year as well.
0: Okay, so if anybody is interested in seeing your videos, music, what would be the best places to go?
3: Um, you can go to the Um That's kind of updating you with all of the tour mm-hmm. dates and the yes. videos and things like that. But really on any streaming platforms, YouTube, um, mm-hmm. Facebook, Jackie Daniels with no E.
0: Okay. I was going to say, I mean, we <laughs> we, we flash it on the screen once in a while. But just to clarify, that's J-A-C-K-I with no E at the end. So that way, um, I just found it interesting, you know, Jackie Daniels, because most Average well, people my age and men, I just immediately go think of Jack Daniels. So,
3: well, there's a reason for that. That's not my birth name. That's not my no, legal no. name. It's my stage name, and right. there's definitely a reason. There's a story. There's a whole story behind the Jackie Daniels name. So that's you know.
0: Is there a way to tell it in a like a little synopsis, if you will?
3: Well, I'm a whiskey girl, <laughs> so oh, whiskey's wow. kind of my drink. So okay, um, and I kind of started when I started consuming whiskey it was Mm -hmm. jack daniels Mm -hmm. so from you know that point um i was kind of given the name jackie daniels Hmm. um as a nickname so that's been for a long time and um when i got more serious with like alan turner and Mm -hmm. that that band and i was becoming more um in the public eye so to speak um, i wanted to protect my identity so i wanted to have this alias Mm -hmm. and it's just a cool stage name it's better for country right
0: yeah it fits in every category you know when you think of you know, good or bad, when you think of country music, it, you know, you do think about things like whiskey and drinking and partying and all that stuff. It, it's that kind of music, you know. Yeah. And again, I'm not judging. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that's a bad thing. But, yeah, it, it, it makes sense in the whole grand scheme of things, if you will. So um, why don't we talk about the show happening tomorrow night? Again, Maggie was here last week. Um, you're going to be there. You're going to be uh, surrounded by all kinds of other talented females um do you know um any of the other ones that well um that are yeah, on the roster
3: yeah um it's gonna be so cool so julian Inkley, i'm just looking peeking at the flyer now but um julian inkley um i've known her for quite some time she's amazing
1: mm-hmm.
3: um like i said i know i've known maggie for some years um julia Pajack is sort of my partner in crime we have a business uh together mm-hmm. um where we also kind of feature local talent so that's oh, really cool okay. um and yeah, I think, you know, per, on a personal level, I don't know a lot of these women personally, but I've heard all their music, and I'm just like, it's, it's going to be, of them. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: a lot of them have been around a long time, have you know big followings, uh, especially Karen Carolyn Strio, mm-hmm. that who's been at it a long time. Um, Audra Kubat is wonderful. I know she's got some amazing music, and I don't know if you've ever been to the Detroit Institute of Arts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if you happen to be there, but she had a release party with all her friends, you know, all the musicians, and she had that Diego Rivera room filled to capacity and spilled out, you know, that's how big of a deal it was.
3: Yeah, that's really cool. I don't know how you would uh, coordinate getting into the DIA, but that's amazing.
0: She's got connections Mm -hmm. somewhere, and then I forget the name of it, but she has that... um, place uh in detroit uh, on uh, west grand boulevard where they provide instruments and they teach um, underprivileged i mean they actually get people from the actual area mm-hmm. the neighborhood so you know if a mom wants to bring a daughter or a son and say hey you know my kid is interested in learning an instrument and all this and she has an organization that actually does that
3: that's amazing yeah i love that and so i'm so excited to be collaborating with all these women um it's going to be it's just going to be such a mm. beautiful night. I'm I'm excited.
0: Yeah, so I I'm her- I hear it's early. I think it says 6 to 9:30. And then each artist is only going to perform like about three songs, if I believe.
3: We're we've kind of changed the format in the last couple of days. So we're ah. actually we were going to do where we were going to split up because um, there's quite a number of us. Yes. Um, right now, now what we're doing is we're all going to be on the stage together. So we're each going to do two songs, mm-hmm. and then so there's going to be kind of like two halves of the show, but. We're all going to be on stage together, and we're each going to do a couple songs, a couple original songs.
0: Okay, and then I heard, I don't know if it's changed, but Maggie was saying kind of a jam at the end?
3: Yeah, yeah. Like kind of get together? Open jam. Everyone who comes, who wants to, who feels comfortable, musicians to Mm -hmm. come up. I mean, it's going to be... It's going to be great.
0: <laughs> okay, so if I'm not mistaken, I, I believe tickets, it's a $20 suggested donation. You can, of course, give way more if you want. Mm-hmm. And it's going to benefit Girls Rock Detroit, which That's I'm right. also familiar with. Um, have you known about them for?
3: Yeah, so I've, um, I got involved with Girls Rock Detroit um, a while ago uh, through Maggie. Mm-hmm. Um, they were doing, they started, um, they do these workshops. So there's a lot that Girls Rock Detroit does mm-hmm. um, as far as like programming and, you know, subsidized programming for youth. Um, so they do this summer camp, um, which is really cool. I didn't get involved in that, though. Um, so Maggie got me set up where I was doing uh, workshops and it was virtual, Okay. because that's kind of where things headed after COVID, right? Mm-hmm. So I was able to do some workshops. Um, I did a workshop about uh, stage presence. So, okay. you know, just kind of like talking about what that is and what that means and anxiety, oh, you yeah. know, that musicians get and performers get being on the stage. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm very big into the mental health piece of it because I'm a,
0: social, a social worker. You were a social worker, at least by um, training anyway.
3: Yeah, you? well, I still am. I oh, still okay, am. so
0: you still do that for? Mm-hmm. Got to pay the bills, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and people don't realize what um, what that entails. I mean, there are music- musicians. I remember reading about Barbara Streisand. She to to this day, she still gets nervous before a performance. Uh, Ringo Starr actually did an interview recently of the Beatles, and he said, "Yeah, I I, I feel nauseous really? to this day before every show. Once mm-hmm. I get on there and I get started, I'm wonderful, but." backstage before he starts Mm -hmm. he's always like a jittery yeah so it's it's like something people just think that just because you perform and you look like you're got the world at your feet and you know you're comfortable it's like no i was actually like sitting there like this you know Mm -hmm. before the Mm -hmm. show (laughs) yeah is it going to be right is it going to come off well am i going to make a mistake right all that stuff but yeah that's a wonderful organization i actually did a benefit for them last july here in Corktown. And they had this little tiny summer camp that they put on. Mm-hmm. So any of the patrons, if they came up, you know, they had kids, they could just walk up and start playing the drums or something like that.
1: That's
3: nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I, I do. Um, I have a heart for that. Mm-hmm. that organization it's it's dear to me I did a I did a fundraiser for them mm-hmm. I think it was last year but same kind of thing where we brought all these this local talent together and I mean it's just such a good cause and, yeah. and there's not enough of that you know
0: music is a great thing because it's good for all different reasons I mean you know from your um, experience in your job it's great therapy for mm-hmm. a lot of people it's great for self-esteem mm-hmm. it's great for con- you know to build confidence it's great to I mean, they could just make you feel better Mm -hmm. just simply by doing it. Mm -hmm. And
3: it connects us all.
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, really. Right. I I always uh, say that, you know, I have a religion, it's music. Because it's the only thing (laughs) that can actually, um, from a practical standpoint, unite everyone. Mm -hmm. You can take 20 people, each person from a different country, speaks a different language, has a different religion. But if you find the right setting and the right music, Mm -hmm. they can all come together. Yeah, it's universal. No fights, no arguments, (laughs) no (laughs) wars are started. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's true.
3: That's true. It's a beautiful thing.
0: Yep. All right. I should stop yakking because we want to... We want to see you play, and hear, of course, you play a couple of songs for us.
2: Okay. All
0: right. So I'm going to give you a second to walk over there and get started and set up. Meanwhile, I'm going to remind people that we have some videos after uh, Jackie Daniels' performance. And coming up at 7 o'clock, we have K.O.T. Flame, which stands for Keeper of the Flame. So we'll talk more about that and what that means and uh, see and hear some great music. So... All right, we're going to, maybe if you want to just uh, say a couple things and strum to make sure we got you on there. Check, check, hello. That sounds good, I think.
3: Sounds good on your end?
0: Yeah, um, maybe the guitar a little bit. Yeah. Check, one, two. Check. Yeah, the, the vocal's coming through well. You, um... I'm gonna ask them in the room there, can you hear the guitar? Huh. Alright. Yeah. Give us one second here. This is what it means when you do live TV. (laughs) (laughs) It's never perfect. Other than that, yeah. Um, After this, we'll play some videos. It's for an upcoming show on Saturday, Merry Metal Xmas, number four. It's at the Diesel Concert Lounge on the east side. And that's how we're going to finish off the first hour before we do the live performance from Keeper of the Flame. So, um, I'm going to... Is that coming through? I'm still trying to get uh, word here. Is the guitar coming through, Mark? Okay, it is. All right, so I think we're ready to go. So why don't you introduce the, the song?
3: So this is the last single I release, released. Mm-hmm. It was recorded out of Nashville. It was co-written with a phenomenal songwriter. His name's Greg Stryker. Mm-hmm. And it's called This Girl, and it's just a fun song about, I guess, me, because it's, it's very fitting, but it's a f- it's just a fun song called This Girl.
0: All right.
2: told me when I was just a child, you're gonna grow up like your daddy, raising hell and running wild. Well, She could see the runaway in my eyes. It won't take you too long Drink your whiskey This girl likes the real bad boys This girl's a little bit gypsy Likes to crank up a little Hank and Murph. I'm talking about this girl Well you can't tie me down it's like trying to rope the wind i'm a little bit angel but a lot of my sin well i guess mama wasn't wrong i just got here and i'm already gone i'm talking about this girl likes to drink your Couldn't save my reputation This girl could get a little crazy This girl likes to make loud noise This girl's a little bit gypsy Likes to crank up a little Hank Amber. I'm talking about this girl Talking about this girl. Talking about this girl. Talking about this
0: girl. All right, wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> That's definitely a good song. I could see uh, the audience singing along to that one.
3: Thank you. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a it's a catchy song. Like I said, Greg Striker was
0: mm-hmm.
3: the the magic behind that. So. Okay
0: you'd be working with him in the future too oh yeah absolutely he's great he
3: works with a number of local talent so
0: okay yeah all right well um i'm gonna sign off with you um thank you so much for coming down and having a conversation with us it was a great pleasure and thanks for playing for us
3: thank you so much
0: and um what are you gonna um finish off with so um i was
3: gonna i was thinking about it i wasn't sure but um i think i'm gonna do the first song that i ever released Mm -hmm. because it's kind of a special if i have a second to tell you the story behind it um i was going through a really hard time years ago going through a divorce um as we all do we go through hard times right i was at what i think was my rock bottom at the time kind of like woke up it was was a very comical situation i kind of woke up under a rug and i looked around and i said this is not this is not Mm -hmm. it i've hit the rock bottom and now i'm on my way up and that same day um this song came to me and it's just a very very almost cheesy positive inspirational message and so i wrote this song yellow roses and i released it and i kind of i kind of hated it i think musicians kind of become critical of their music Mm -hmm. um but last year they featured this song in a Hallmark Christmas movie. Oh, wow. So that was kind of cool. It's called Cupid's Christmas and so I feel like, you know, it has had an impact on some people and so I'll do it.
0: (laughs) Okay, wonderful. Once again, Jackie Daniels.
2: go down in flames my memory remains I'm careless as it gets but I will not forget just who I am today when I go up in smoke it's really just a joke so watch what I do next it's really just the best Thought you'd like to know how I turn my lemons into yellow roses, and I learned to smile in different poses, and I found the love inside myself that never dies. How I see good. I burn bright Well if you're having a bad day And nothing seems to change Just turn off all the noise Hear that inner voice You're gonna be okay a break. It's only just the rain. And when the sun comes out, I'll show you how I turn my lemons into yellow roses. And I learned to smile in different poses. And I found a love inside myself that never died. think how others feel when we misbehave that's the way to make it right well I'm inside myself that never dies I see good and I see evil your heart might break but it can heal with a little faith and never giving up on life well I might be on But I'm all right. Thank you so much.
0: Video
3: so much. Oh, you're very
1: welcome. Hopefully I will see you again. Yes. Yes. Next time. <laughs> oh,
3: absolutely. We got a full band. whenever
1: you need it. <laughs> so And I'll be
3: early next time. Yeah, well, you'll
0: have to be for that. you got to do a full A little bit after 7 o'clock. If you know what that means, it's time for a live band performance. And I am lucky enough to have these three gentlemen in the room with me, known as K.O.T. Flame. All right. How are you doing, gentlemen? Good. Good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. I'm I looking. I think
4: I'm the only one that's good tonight. You're the only one that's good tonight? Well, because they didn't say good. Well, I definitely said good. Oh,
0: oh. I must have been loud.
4: I must have been louder than loud.
0: Well, see, he nodded his head and smiled. He figured it was implied, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. With got to body language. It's <laughs> just remember, we're on TV now, so. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Why don't we start out with uh, a song, then? What do you have to begin the show with? Well, we're going to
4: start the show with a, uh, a longtime favorite called Free Me. I wrote this for my wife, and mm-hmm. I can talk more about that after we get done playing it. But uh, yeah, well, uh, this is what, like 17 years old, but the, the guys really like it. OK. Uh, or at least they're making me feel like, you know, really good because mm-hmm. they like it. But uh, Free Me.
0: You uh, wrote that uh, for your wife?
4: Yeah, um, my wife and I, this December 9th, this past 9th, Mm -hmm. uh, we were married 28 years.
0: Congratulations.
4: Thank you. And um, after our 10th year of anniversary, she contracted a nerve disease. Hmm. And it started within her left foot. And uh, the whole process was that she went through and she lost her left foot they chose to, to remove it because it wouldn't heal right. It, wouldn't, mm. it was broken and it wouldn't heal right.
1: Yeah.
4: And they did bone, bone stimulators, all that kind of stuff. So she's an amputee. But then the um, chronic pain, which is called CRPS, mm-hmm. um, complex regional pain syndrome, went up her whole left side and then has worked her way down all through her right side. Yikes. And so 17 years of our marriage, she was, because they didn't know how to treat it, it was. A, it's a very rare Disease it's not Mm well-known. It's more known today than it was then but it wasn't well-known then either so she uh, she was in a medicated coma for a while and uh, So I wrote that just to kind of cope with what we're going we're going through Mm -hmm. and uh, It kind of speaks her own, you know because life really slows down when you are um, What some would say an invalid? Mm-hmm. or Or uh, in, in the same spelling, you feel like an invalid, mm-hmm. because uh your life slows down in slow motion while everybody elses seems like it speeds up, but yeah. they're just going the normal pace, mm-hmm. and so friends sometimes drop off, yeah. people move on, life is becomes despair, so I was just you know that song was guarded for that
0: area, wow. So. And you somehow have managed to get through it. And I imagine these two were like, what, very little at that time.
4: Yeah, yeah. they were pretty young. Um, so she is doing a lot better now. Um, oh, I'm glad to hear that. She's okay. actually working.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, she still deals with some of the pain mm-hmm. and all that. So she gets tired quick, but she's working five, six days a week.
0: Wow. Good and idea. that's
4: huge. So uh, you guys don't want to say anything about that? or
5: It's um, for the longest time growing up, she... Uh, wasn't much of a walker, of course, mm-hmm. being bedridden most of the time. Um, I uh, remember distinctively when she first got her surgery done on her leg. Um, I was the, usually the one that would uh, stay in there and help her clean her wound and rebandage right. it and all that, make sure it was okay.
0: You being the older one,
5: right? Uh, I'm actually the youngest. Really? Yep. Yeah. Wow. The
4: in fact, when she contracted the disease shortly after that, she had him. So he only knows her as someone who's been amputated and Mm -hmm. impaired.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm not saying that's a good thing, but I guess, you know, you got used to it from day one. You know, as a child, you're just, oh, this is normal, right?
5: Well, looking at it positively, it's definitely strengthened my relationship with my mom. Mm -hmm. I mean, for the longest time, and even still, she is like one of my best friends, and I can always talk to her about anything. And uh, it's given me a lot of uh, life uh, lessons, mm-hmm. you know, about caregiving and uh, sacrificing my time to, for oth- others' needs and mm-hmm. just serving. Um, I'm a huge person uh, about serving others. So.
1: Okay.
4: So you're going to do the dishes when we get home? <laughs> absolutely
0: <laughs> yeah we believe that one don't we yeah <laughs> it's like t- i draw the line with serving people <laughs> i don't do
4: windows or toilets
0: <laughs> well that's, but, uh, I, i'm yeah. glad things are going well though that's the just, thing
4: this story kind of re- going through my head when we were when he was really young and you know the beginning of this process we were my, my wife and i were watching tv and he jumped in bed and he uh, he just kept talking, and I go, and I was trying to hear the TV, and I go, shh, and he goes, Mom, Dad shushed me. <laughs> <laughs> I still laugh because we both turned our side because he went, We didn't want to see him. We us laughing at him, yeah. and we just rolled over and just started busting again.
5: <laughs> yeah, so, I was a pretty sensitive kid back then. Hmm. Yeah,
0: but you eventually got over it, huh? Yeah, I got over it. <laughs> All
4: right. We're going to do, uh, if we're ready. Yeah, sure. We're going to do your song. Uh, you yeah, can, this... You uh, can talk about it after we get done. Okay. All right. All right, don't say a word. I won't. All
5: right. <laughs> I'm waiting.
4: All right. I'm waiting for you.
5: No, you start this. No,
4: you...
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, we got a family feud, and it's only <laughs> 10 minutes into the show. <laughs> So what's the story behind that song? Um,
5: The story behind it is kind of funny. When I was uh, really young, about probably six years ago, uh, when I first, when Josh actually first joined the band. um,
0: You're Josh, by the way, right? I am Josh. (laughs) Josh, you
4: Joshua. Josh, you (laughs) If you would have told me that, I (laughs) could (laughs) have...
5: Oh. But I was helping my grandpa uh, stack some wood in our shed, and... uh, I was singing some songs to keep me motivated. And then I came up with these words, uh, fire fit for the king.
1: Hmm.
5: And uh, it, I just, it really stuck with me. And I, I told that, these guys about it. Um, and I'm like, I think we need to write a song about this. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wanted to call it fire fit for the king. But we, uh, when we started going into it and uh, looking through uh, the Bible for some references and all mm-hmm. that, um, we changed the name to Keeper of the Flame, which eventually turned into our band name. Um, And that's pretty much the story. I mean, as far as one reference I can think of with uh, Keeper of the Flame is that a lot of uh, new Christians talk about having a fire set in their uh, spirit and their soul. Mm-hmm. Um, And that's kind of what I'm trying to get at with that part is that, you know, for some it may dwindle a little bit but we still carry that flame around as believers in Christ Mm -hmm. and it's our job to keep it fit for our King. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, part of the ways that we do that is just churning our head away from all of what the world can offer. So
4: that's Keeper of the Flame. One of the challenges of that, you know, the Bible talks about, and I don't mean to preach, just sharing. Um, Carrying your cross. And so one of the ways of carrying a cross is when the boys come to you at 1 o'clock in the morning. And they have done all their research trying to figure out how to put this song together. Mm -hmm. And they both walk in my bedroom as I'm trying to sleep. And they say, Dad, we need your help. And the heart cry that they had touched my spirit, and of course I didn't get any sleep for the next two or three hours, and we finished, mm-hmm. you know, structured the song. Yeah. So I just want to thank you that you guys owe me a couple hours of sleep. <laughs> it's all right.
5: Ah,
0: you got plenty of time to sleep when you're gone, so yeah, right. <laughs> that's what I always say, I'll sleep when I'm dead. But uh, obviously when you first started, um, those words came into your head, you weren't thinking along the lines of what that song eventually became.
5: Mm-hmm. No absolutely not and um, in
0: your wildest dreams do you ever think oh that's going to be the name of our band when I grow no, up no we didn't. no never <laughs>
5: um, they actually I didn't want our uh, band name to be uh, that mm-hmm. um, because it's my song and uh, I didn't want to get a bigger head than what I already have yeah. um, cool. but so you've learned to share I've, I've learned to share yeah yeah yeah, yeah. He, he talks about being a servant
4: but you know <laughs> <laughs>
0: Not when it comes to my songs. Nope. <laughs> it's all mine. <night. laughs> you
4: know, we were at one time we were called Risen, and we were trying to keep with that. And uh, we were working with some really good friends of ours, and they have a lawyer, and they found out we found out that Risen was actually taken. Yeah. And so he, you know, he actually helped us come up with Caught Flame, because you know Caught, and then you have a flame in the palm, and then mm-hmm. but it also stands for Keeper of the Flame. So it's kind of like a. Anyway, it's a fun little story
0: okay and it it kind of stands out when you read the name of your band you know when it's advertised or posted or whatever you know like k o t you know it really grabs you grabs your eye but yeah. um so obviously your songs are spiritual based and yes. that's where you come from now um do you perform like in uh, church and that kind of thing
4: oh, we wanna or we have we've done uh churches um throughout this state, uh, so a couple of the southern states, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. Florida. Um, but we also want to, we, we love music. We don't want to just be the norm in regards to songwriting, you know, mm-hmm. for that Christian realm. And it's not because we don't want people to enjoy it. We just want to be free to express our heart and style the way we want. And even though we are sensitive to who we sing to, mm-hmm. we, we want to have the freedom to do our thing. If, if, you, if you know. So we play, we play at a lot of different areas. Uh, we've played at, in the past, we've played at bars. Mm-hmm. Uh, we play at, um, we would love to play at more uh, festivals.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, we've played in the streets. We've played in parks. Um, and we also have the ability to run sound, too. Mm-hmm. We have our own sound system. Yeah. yeah, Not as nice as, you know, the things you have but, mm-hmm. and the people you know, but yeah. we can get up to five, six hundred people easy. But yeah, um, we just love to it get motivated by just really good music and mm-hmm. ins- inspired by it.
0: Right. So you, when you actually perform live in front of people, you want to be taken most seriously for the music itself. Right. And the, not, you know... Like you said a moment ago, you're not trying to preach to anybody. You're not trying to convert anybody, anything like that. And unfortunately, it, it's true um, when you try to push an agenda too hard on anybody, no matter what agenda it is, people just like walk away or back off or you start arguments, don't you?
4: Oh, exactly. My job is just to show, live a life mm-hmm. to, that mirrors all of that and let mm-hmm. the, if I may say this, the Holy Spirit just does the rest. Mm-hmm. And then I'm available if it comes, right. comes around but i'm not here to judge or put anybody down or say that you know because you do this you're going to be bad no it's all about let's just build a friendship in yeah you know so
0: that's very good I, I'm, I i really like that because when you think about you know people that are really serious about religion and the faith and all that other stuff that's what it is about it's about sharing with people it's about um respecting people it's about um Even if you don't agree with somebody, you at least, you know, acknowledge their point of view. Right. And the biggest thing is you don't judge. Yeah. And, you know, that sounds like that's what you're trying to do.
4: Right. No no condemnation. Mm Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Well, this is Josh's song.
0: Ah, we're going around the room. Cool. Yeah.
4: So we can talk about yours when when we get done with it.
0: Yeah. All right. (laughs)
6: Now long gone. now long gone. I'm just a man, just a poor man, living wrong.
7: Deeper and deeper I go.
6: without you?
0: I, did, I didn't want to assume. Sometimes, you know, you think the words you hear the most are the name of the song, but not always. Yeah, I, I thought it was crap without you, <laughs> but no. I mean, I guess that could work. <laughs> uh, or sleep without you. you know? yeah. uh, so you're nicer than I am. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so how did that song come about? Well, you know, we
6: talked about our mom uh-huh. and how she got ill. That happened like in the middle of my, like right before my teenage years. Mm-hmm. And I was used, she was always the, the one that took us outside and did all the outdoorsy yeah. things. And then that just ends, you know. I, mean, I was too sleepy and lazy. And then, well, no, he's always, he was always working. Right. So he's not That's around. what he said he was doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> he's yeah. He's like, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I just got really angry mm-hmm. and depressed and scared and mm-hmm. didn't know where life was going to take me, you know. Yeah and it, it just followed me into my teenage years and i just remembered i remembered the kid i was when my mom was you know still healthy and i was always happy and go lucky cheerful very active and uh looking in the mirror and i'm just don't not recognizing myself you know yeah and just realizing that i've come to a place that is not good mm. you know i've Shut myself in my room just playing video games, watching TV and right. planning on living on government assistance mm. for the rest of my life, yeah, and then I turned eighteen and I just it hit me you know I was watching a show and it had a one of the, it was a documentary and it was about a lot of like dark stuff you mm. know, and I just got to the point where I said that Jesus is the only light in this world you know the mm. only light in this darkness. And that really helped me. That that just breaking down crying and just saying that and getting into church and I just wrote that song saying in my life I'm the first one to say about my life that I'm lost without you. You know what I mean? Okay. So mm.
4: still trying to find your way or right <laughs> in the, the woods somewhere. Or? I'm right here. Oh, I was just wondering when
0: Um, Uh, At least he shows up for gigs anyway. Yeah,
4: yeah. Yeah, you know, I don't have anything to say. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So this next song is really, I wrote this next song, we'll talk more about later, but uh, it's called Stay Alive. So it it really, it does fit with what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I didn't write it for that reason. I wrote it to speak to people who are struggling with depression uh, anxiety, mm-hmm. people who make decisions and uh, there are decisions, all of our decisions
1: mm-hmm. as
4: a, like a ripple effect. It affects everybody oh, one yeah. way or mm-hmm. another at one level to another. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's about just staying away from areas that could cause harm or be- poor decision making or even end of a life. And so we want to, we want you to stay alive and, and be encouraged. So that's what the song called. Stay alive. Maybe. maybe oh yeah. a lot different playing that song with an acoustic rather
0: than an electric. Hmm. Normally electric, huh? When you play that song?
4: Oh, yeah. All these songs are done by electric, but we also know that uh, when we go around to different places, there's different needs or mm-hmm. people like different things, and so we want to be, try to be as eclectic as we possibly can mm-hmm. with as much music as we can. So when people say, well, I don't like rock, okay, well... That's all right. We can play something else. Or I, I I'd rather not hear cu acoustic. You know, they just limit themselves to the banquet table, mm-hmm. and I get to enjoy it all. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the bottom
0: line. And people don't realize sometimes you're surprised how an electric version of an acoustic song, you know, sounds really good. Like, wow, I wouldn't have expected that. Or vice versa, you know, some some bands are better than it than, you know than. Than others. I'm trying to get it out. Um, you know, when you think, oh, my God, that acoustic, and then you hear it, and it's like, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. It gives it a whole new dynamic. But um, staying alive, um, was that um, anybody in particular you were thinking about or just um, just came to you? Well, you,
4: you know, we, we didn't have a normal family life. Excuse me. Uh, family life, uh, our, di- our dynamics were different. Mm-hmm. And every family is different. You know, know, we got different cultures right next door to each other, you know, Mm -hmm. and uh, so being aware of that and being sensitive to other people's, we don't know what they're going through half the time. Mm -hmm. We see an angry person, a road rage. and We don't know what that person's struggling with. It's their problem. It's not necessarily the person that they're yelling at. Yeah. Yeah. And so we tend to uh, judge people based on that, Mm -hmm. Uh, that that, uh, book by cover, you know, instead of opening the book and figuring it out. Um, we don't want to take time to do that. We just want to look at somebody and go. Pfft. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got my judgment based on that. You got long hair, four eyes. You must be mm-hmm. Fabio. Yeah. I don't know. You know, you just Well, oh, he definitely
0: wanted to be compared to Fabio. I could <laughs> tell. Very overweight Fabio. <laughs> well, I wasn't gonna say that. But, but you got uh, better hair than me, doesn't? It? Yeah. Well,
4: thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think he bleached his too much and he got bald. But I've I don't never know. bleached. I haven't this. seen oh, him in Oh a well. Fabio. <laughs> but no, uh, we people, you know, just being aware. I mean, our worldview is not about us;
1: mm-hmm.
4: it's about each other.
0: Yeah.
4: And uh, so my worldview is really how is that person hurting,
0: mm-hmm. and
4: the decisions that they're making, and road rage, flipping somebody off, road rage, doing this, road rage, whatever. Mm-hmm. It, it, it could affect. It does affect other people. You might feel a little bit better for the moment. But you don't know what you're doing to mankind. Yeah. And uh, so if you're that selfish of a person, well, you just labeled yourself. Right. But at the same time, we want to cry out to people and say, stay alive. Be, stay alive doesn't mean you're going to die.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: It means live life. Right. Enjoy life. Mm-hmm. And, and don't give up. Don't let go. Don't go over the edge of things. You know, don't overdo it. And then, uh, then it goes deeper. I, I've had some friends that have ended their life early, mm-hmm. because of poor choices or because they just didn't have any any more self worth. Yeah. And so I'm like, come on, just listen. You're not listening to me. Mm-hmm. So um, and and it's the same on each level. You're not really listening. You're just you're ignoring everybody else and doing your own thing. Right. But uh, so that's what stay alive is really about is just reaching the heart of, of other people. Hopefully. I mean, they're the one, we all have to wake up ourselves. Yeah, and make the right decisions. Mm-hmm. And we all know what's right and wrong. We just choose to do whatever we choose to do. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, no one taught me how to lie. Some people are, but, Nobody taught me how to lie. I just do it. Right. <laughs> so I have to make a decision whether I want to continue to lie or mm-hmm. betterment, you know, be be a healthier person. Right. So that's where that stay alive came from.
0: Okay. I could see where that, um, you know, the the problem is, is uh, everybody is even more today than ever wrapped up in their own lives. Nobody feels anything about anybody anymore. It's just... We're all glued to a phone or the Internet or, you know, just it's all about electronics. It's all about devices. It's all about escape. You know, no one's present in the moment anymore. You go to a coffee shop and everybody's on their phone. You go in a restaurant, you see a family of four, a family of four, and all four of them are paying attention to something else. They're not even having conversations with each other. And then, like you said, you, you don't know what's going on in that other person's life. Exactly. At least take the time to actually talk to them or whatever. Mm. Yeah, I miss the
4: days. I mean, I, I think I was the last generation that grew up without a phone mm-hmm. and no computer uh, initially. Right. And then, kind of like that bridge gap, I, we got our first computer, our first phone, cell phone, and we still have nothing compared to today. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, so I have, well, yeah, I have more relationships in my history than uh, the kids that have relationships now, even though they go to school with people.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Some, some are good. I mean, some are, are you know, not, you can't generalize everybody, but it's, right. it, it's a broad stroke.
0: Well, like, you know, when you and I were growing up, I remember that, you know, we were aware of everything. We had a relationship with our family, mm-hmm. um, even things that we weren't necessarily into. It didn't mean that we liked it necessarily, but we were at least aware of it. Right. whether it was TV, movies, music, um, politics, anything. Again, we, we chose how much we would pay attention to it or whether we liked it or not, but we at least knew it existed. But i run into so many people now that are younger, a lot of them, like you mentioned, anything, even stuff currently happening, and they don't have a clue. Well, unless it's on TikTok or unless it's on you know, You're right. YouTube or, or whatever, then they don't have a clue. You know, and I'm not just talking kids. I'm talking people that are grown up. You know,
4: and it is so true. But at the same time, in my own home, right, I'm the TikTok user. <laughs> I'm the Facebook user because ah. I do all the marketing and promoting. I don't really put out personal stuff unless it's a, a big thing, and we, you know, you know, we want to make an announcement about something right. going on in my life. Because I I had heart surgery earlier this year, mm-hmm. so I told all my friends. Right, uh, but when it comes to politics and you know stuff like that. I just—it's all about what's on Facebook. You know the mm-hmm. the ban. You know the you know the subject and you know just different things like that. So, right. Um, I don't get into the all this other stuff. I don't even have any problems on Facebook yet. Anyway, <laughs> I haven't been put in Facebook jail or. Oh,
0: well, me neither. At any know.
4: time, but people who really speak out about stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: You know, it, it, I.
0: It's like my 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 Facebook accounts. Um, I have several actually because I just have so many contacts because of the music world. And if it's not about music or TV or the arts that kind of thing, then I don't pay attention to it. And eventually, it takes a lot of time and a lot of effort. That's how your feed ends up after a while. I get an occasional moron here and there. You know, somebody going on a total rampage about something that's. Public news, but other than that, and you know, it's all music and things like that. And what I've always said is, music is one of the things that, like religion, unites people. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, how many fights or wars mm-hmm. are started over music? Mm-hmm. And you can have, I was talking with Jackie in there earlier, you can have 20 people, each person from a different country, speaks a different language, uh, has a different faith if you will, but if you get them in a room with the right music and the right setting, they can all come together as one. That's true. Yeah. You know? That's true.
4: No, <laughs> oh, it's so true. Music is that universal language.
0: And it is, it's is—it's good therapy, you know.
4: We um, put a little shout out, not because I'm trying to advertise them for them, but Higher Power, um, our, uh, our title owner, our, okay, hello. Uh, not a title, it's a. Uh, Label, <laughs> the label. Yeah, it's label and title. I guess the title could be on the label, but mm-hmm. anyway, um, uh, Michael is the owner, and uh, but I have I have actually through that and Red's Room Entertainment, mm-hmm. um, I have actually gained friends and talked with people in the Philippines and China and throughout the United States, and mm-hmm. so I do like the this type of of interaction. Yeah, because it opens the door for people to. I mean, if you're just gonna, there's a lot of scammers out there, robots. Right. But it, there's a way to be authentic and real and and uh, let somebody know who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't do that, I probably won't pay attention to you. <laughs> yeah. But uh,
0: smart man. I'm,
4: I'm enjoying the eclectic, uh, um, universal um, relationship building that's come with the music. Mm-hmm. So.
0: All right. I well, think we should get to another song. What do you think?
4: I don't know. I could take a nap. No, I'm just <laughs> Let them get
0: some sleep tonight, gentlemen, okay? <laughs> we'll try. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't wake me up at two or one. Um,
4: this song is called uh, Keeper of the Flame.
6: We just did that.
4: Yep. We
5: did.
6: Oceans
4: or uh, Open Blinded Eyes. Open. That's the one. See, you know, I got all these titles in my head. It's like I might as well write a song with them. Um, uh, Open Blinded Eyes. And uh, it's one of those. Uh, Moments where, you know, I, I close my eyes and I think about the people that are, again, it seems like our, our message is continuing to go here, but uh, um, just think about them and, 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 you know, say some nice things about them and, mm-hmm. and work through any, any issues and hope that they have a, a good holiday mm-hmm. even throughout the year, you know, have a good day. Mm-hmm. So it's called Open Blinded Eyes.
0: So if anybody wants to find your stuff, your music information about you, uh, where are all the places to go? We are
4: on um, Spotify. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's at least, uh, I think there's 10 or 11 songs on there and we're dropping one or two uh, a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also have YouTube. Uh, so yeah, go to our YouTube because we need more subscribers. <laughs> but uh, uh, we, uh, we have some friends that have done some uh, lyric video for us, and that one's gotten, uh, I just mm-hmm. looked, it's got 1,800 views. Okay. And then we just did um, the electric version of Stay Alive. Uh-huh. And, uh, well, not just done it, it's been out for a little while, but we just did a video with that, and that's mm-hmm. gotten, I think, 1,300 uh, okay. views. So uh, we want to thank Higher Power for that, because mm-hmm. they are helping us. And... Uh, so that stuff and then uh facebook okay and we're in the middle of building a website so okay but uh yeah any and all major platforms streaming platforms Uh, i was just looking at them the other day and i'm like wow deezer what's a deezer
0: (laughs) you know i've heard of it but i i don't see it very often i've heard people say they really like it but i don't know i mean how many people mention it? How many exactly. times does it pop up? except know?
4: when you're asking people like me, I, yeah, like, yeah. what is that?
0: <clears throat> I'm surprised you remembered it even, you know? <laughs>
4: <laughs> I was wondering if I was going to say it right.
0: Yeah. So, but, uh, Just to clarify for people, of course, you know, the best way is you type in capital K, capital O, capital T, the flame, you know.
4: Yeah, capital F, and then flame. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and if you see... Uh, uh, Um, a handprint with a little ball of fire in it, you got it.
0: Ah, okay. Look for the ball of flame. All right.
4: So I think the next song that we're going to do, Great great, is Your Love. Can you interpret that for me? Say it
0: five times fast.
4: Exactly. (laughs) I write most of the stuff. As of right now, we're actually uh, writing a lot more stuff, Mm -hmm. and they're they're actually participating a lot more. And... uh, um, so eventually they'll outdo me because I've been doing this for so long but this song's uh, "Great is your love," and talk about that you know afterwards All right. being uh, laid up as she was um, we were at a place where we were losing our home and Mm. uh, because I had to be she's laid up in bed because of her illness at that time and they were so young and they were missing school and needed help and being watched and my job was taking me my office was on a roof or in a hotel room Mm. because I had to be gone two or three days at a time and so I had to come home and take care of business, and uh, at some point the uh, the money ran out, and we just couldn't pay our the bills. Right. And so we had moved I'm sure down. a
0: lot of them were medical too, right? Yeah.
4: And so we moved down to Lapeer with my mom and dad, mm-hmm. and because uh, we were in Midland, and uh, they graciously took us in. They have a bigger house than we had. And so I, but before we did that, I just sat on the porch and, uh, I said, I was just like, I don't know what to do. And, uh, it was a beautiful, beautiful blue sky e- afternoon, evening. hmm And, uh, that's where this song just came within minutes. I, I've never, I don't play these chords on any other song.
0: Oh.
4: It's just, it was just one of those things. It's just, I don't even, I couldn't tell you how it happened, but it just happened. Mm-hmm. But uh, it came together within 15 minutes, and uh, it's one of my, it's a campfire song, too. Uh, You could uh, just play unplugged and get people to sing the chorus. It's a simple chorus, and uh, so, yeah, that's where that song came from.
0: So it was just of the moment kind of thing, you know?
4: Yeah, it was. It was a big-time moment.
0: Yeah. but Basically, it's uh, saying that, you know, you got to be, you know, strong and be, you know, realize what you have, yeah, you know, and keep plugging along. Well, being mm-hmm.
4: married 28 years, going through what we went through, we real—I realized how, how how much of a selfish person I really was.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Sometimes it takes layers coming off in mm-hmm. life to realize who you really are.
1: Yeah.
4: And I could have played the game all the all my whole life,
1: mm-hmm.
4: but uh, you know, I'm some of the riches that we gain through this process you just wouldn't normally get if you just had, a, a, I guess, a normal life, if you want to call
0: You'd it. You take that. it for granted. Yeah, you really would. I mean, I, I think uh, most people struggle with just a uh, a marriage period. I mean, even <laughs> if everything's hunky dory, you know, right. if you will, you're always going to find something that's going to be an obstacle for you. If you decide to make it that, Yeah. you know, or something that's going to stop you or slow you down. It's like, wait a minute. Now, I just got to pull myself up my, by, by my bootstraps and just keep going. All right. You know.
4: Well, we could do one more blues. This is kind of like our last closing song, mm-hmm. um, potentially. And uh, uh, it's just called Jesus Came, and it's just a, a fun blues oxymoron type song. <laughs> <laughs> blues comes from a great deal of emotion and heartache and different things like that. At least that's what I've been told. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've walked that walk. Yeah. So here's some blues for you.
0: All right. I think, uh, let's see, should that take us to a little after 8? Yes, it will. All right. So once again... K.O.T. Plane, thank you so much for coming down and playing for us. I really appreciate it. We enjoyed it. Thank you. And please come again.
4: Uh, definitely. Thank you.